What is up, everyone? Welcome to the Cub Cooker Supernatural Podcast. My name is Jacob Cooker, but my friends call me Cub, and you should too. Every day on the Cub Cooker Supernatural Podcast, we discuss faith, spirituality, and the realms of paranormal. And today is no different. I've got a great episode for you, 335 today. We're talking about Nephilim, Secrets of Angel and Human Hybrids in the Book of Enoch. All things are not as they seem today. Let me disclaim uh, today's episode by saying um, this is all uh, talking about myths, okay? Uh, Note that these texts are largely mythological and do not represent mainstream belief. I'm going to go ahead and put that on the screen there just so everyone knows. I wasn't there. I don't know. I'm not saying this is history or fact, but what I am saying is, you know, it's super interesting. Uh, And I think it's something we should all check out more of, right? So uh, just take that disclaimer there. Uh, Nephilim, Secrets of Human Angel Hybrids. We're going to read directly from the text today. Uh, We're also going to talk about the lunar eclipse coming up on October 28th. Being ready for that. Uh, Kind of an interesting portal time happening here. Um, And so Nephilim, if you have not heard of the Nephilim, The Nephilim are mysterious beings or people in the Hebrew Bible who are described uh, as being large and strong. The Hebrew word Nephilim is sometimes translated as giants and sometimes taken to mean the fallen ones. Their origins are disputed. Some view them as offspring of fallen angels and humans. Others view them as offsprings of the descendants of Seth and Cain or Cain. Um, and it's Cain in the uh, Babylonian uh, mythology. So again, all of this ties to the ancient Babylonian mythologies as well. So what is up, Grace? How are you doing? I hope you're having a beautiful day. Um, and this is a really interesting subject. Of course, you know, there's there's a million videos online about the Nephilim. And honestly, I have not done one yet. So I thought today was a really good day to do it because I am reading through the Book of Enoch. Um, and we're going to talk about the judgment on the watchers today that Enoch actually had to, to literally write down and take to the Lord, um, basically seven things that the, uh, the, uh, watchers requested, like, you know, Hey, please see if we can be forgiven. We messed up, go speak with the Lord on our behalf. Um, and then of course this Lord, this particular Lord, there's many different names for this Lord within the book of Enoch. In fact, I couldn't tell you exactly how many. I, I hopefully one day will know, but I would guess there's at least multiple dozens of disclaimers and um, descriptors for who the Lord is in this. There's Lord of Hosts, Lord Most High, Lord of the Heavens, Lord of the Earth. There's all kinds of different Lords here. Um, I think even the Lord of Light is used at, at one point, or the Lord of Glory. Um, so many, so many different types of descriptors for the Lord here. So again, that's why we look at this because we're not talking about the source God. We're not talking about this quantum God that I talk about every day. Uh, we're talking about a, a physical deity or at least a mythological deity that was believed to have certain characteristics and, and Lord over certain systems of our earth, right? What's up, Wayne from Australia? How are you doing? I hope you're having a beautiful day. It is Thursday, October 26th. Again, this is a live raw podcast. You guys drop your questions, comments, prayer concerns at any time. 
uh, as long as it's relevant to the stream, I'm happy to answer it um, and have a great conversation here. So uh, let's see. Diamond says, uh, I did go back. Um, let's see. Enoch, Seraphim, Archangels, and Alphanim. Yes, exactly. Uh, I now call it the highest source energy or pure bliss. Yeah, exactly. So that's obviously not what Enoch is talking about here. It's not what a lot of these ancient texts are talking about. They're they're really referring to you know some sort of physical deity, some sort of uh, experience with the divine beyond that. So Jordan says, "Sup, bro? What's up, Jordan? How are you doing? Hope you're having an awesome day." You guys bump this stream up, get the likes up there, share it with people. Let's get the word out there. Uh, Eric says, "Why are there so many young people, teens, and adults on TikTok doing witchcraft?" Um, I have no idea. I mean, I guess it's making a comeback. Uh, I have no issue with witchcraft. Um, as long as it's done in love and light, just like anything, I have no issue with religion as long as it's done in love and light. So, um, you know, unfortunately we don't always do it in love and light. We do it either in judgment or to harm other people or to prove ourselves superior or something like that. So, for me, I'm a big fan of, um, I, I personally practice magic on an esoteric level, a quantum level, a mindset and a heart set level. Um, I ritualize pretty much everything in my life. So you would definitely consider that, you know, to some extent, uh, what would be considered witchcraft. But um, I certainly don't hex anyone. I'm not that type of person. I uh, Everything that I do is to benefit uh, the mission that I have in life and bless the people around me. So that's really, you know, how I approach it. Thank you for the heart, the heart hug on my beard there. I appreciate that. Uh, I was taught sacred geometry through Metatron uh, and sound frequency hertz therapies. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, a lot of people in our tribe do, uh, you know, the sound frequencies and stuff like that. Big fan of those. Um, can't speak to, you know, any of the, uh, the benefits of them other than they really chill me out and I really like them. So uh, big fan of those for, for that. Uh, <laughs> Spider monkey says, I'll be back. I found a praying mantis. Good for you, my friend. Good for you. Uh, you know, always break for nature. That's what I say. Whether it's a deer or a praying mantis, always break for nature. I've actually been known to stop uh, and let a tarantula pass. Uh, I don't like running over anything on the road. I'm a big fan of actually breaking for nature as long as, you're not putting anyone else's life in danger or in the middle of a highway, um, you know, disrupting traffic. But again, I always I actually do drive slower so that I can break for nature, oddly enough. So Wayne says it's Friday here. What is up? William Siegel says, what's up, brother? Cub? Robert Arnold says, happy days ahead. If we all think positive. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. This info would have religious doors closed for good. Terry Wilson says. Brother, I appreciate that. Thank you so much to all our brothers and sisters who support what I'm doing in word, in deed, in finance, and in sharing the content. I really appreciate that. Um, you know, and that's that's kind of the thing, too, that we're talking about today is, you know, is it is the information I'm sharing today, is it detrimental to any religious constructs? Um, why is it not included in the Bible other than a couple of verses that most pastors just completely ignore? Um, you know, and what do we do with it? What do we do with this info? So honeybee says, Hey, cubby and family. What's up, honeybee. Appreciate you being here, my friend. 
Uh, Eric says, uh, do I think witchcraft is from God or does it interfere with God's plan for his people? That depends on what your definition of God is. Uh, and, and I mean that in the most loving sense. If you view God as an all-pervading, uh, all-knowing, all-encompassing uh, quantum entity that is like literally a higher consciousness running through all things represented within our sciences by energy wave and particle, uh, God in three persons, energy wave and particle, father, mother, and child or offspring. Um, you know, that's again, quantum theory and quantum, uh, the, the quantum God, as I call it, uh, that I don't think has any issue with witchcraft because actually if you're wielding that source and creating out of that source, then you're doing what's called quantum magic. Uh, that's, by the way, what Jesus taught and did and practiced, and I fully believe that's my opinion, but uh, from all of my studying of the words of Jesus from the Gospels to the Gospel of Thomas, Gospel of Philip, Mary Magdalene, Judas, all of the extra Gospels, too, to me, I see that he's clearly practicing uh, that type of thing, and, and literally the type of thing that, you know, even the Watchers were judged for, um, you know, he's being judged for in his time and place right um so for me no i don't is offended by it at all in fact i think uh if you're going to interact with manifest the invisible god through your physical being then you're inherently practicing uh, crafting with the quantum right crafting with the unseen force um and so with that said now, if your version of God is a particular deified entity um, and you're looking at, you know, things like the Old Testament, the older mythologies, stuff like that. Um, and again, I'm not here to tell you what your God should be. You choose, you know, it's like, you know, you're playing, uh, what is it, Super Smash Brothers, choose your character, you know, kind of thing. choose your God. For me, mine is invisible. It's, it's unspeakable. Uh, but everything I speak is it uh it's unknowable but everything i know is it and everyone i know is it uh it's untouchable but everything i feel is it like it's that to me is my god so um a lot of different people have different versions of god and some versions of god are very offended by witchcraft absolutely or threatened by it shall i say uh charlotte sherman says love the content and knowledge thank you so much charlotte Stephen, what's up brother how are you doing i hope you're having a great day deborah says uh churches do not recognize that they actually practice witchcraft in many of their rituals they usually use different names like i receive a word for you etc yeah absolutely as well as drinking of the and then eating of the you know the communion thing that's a huge huge ritual that's done um, all over the world, right? And that, that would be considered the same type thing, right? I mean, by definition, at least. So Arvin says, hi, Cub. Thanks for all these eye-opening, uh, our eye-openers watching from the Philippines. Thank you, Arvin. I really appreciate you being here, my friend. We've got a global community literally here today. That is so awesome. Love hearing that, guys. They were not included in the King James Bible, which is why, uh, which is what I was raised with. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so uh never heard of these angels until i met them um yeah interesting so the king james bible does a pretty good job of kind of trying to lead us to believe that these are the sons of seth as i shared a minute ago um you know and that 
the line of that there's basically two lines there's a princely line and an earthly line but again where are you even getting that line from like you know is it the ones that crawl out of the mud first and evolve like that's the biggest question here is like there's the descendants of seth and cain um so why again where would they have even come from why are they special anyway or, or not special depending on what side of the equation you're on so for me when you look at all of our other older mythologies it's clear that the gods at some point commingled their materials with humanity and made demigods i mean if you read any mythology you see that if you read book of enoch you see that if you read genesis you see that the anunnaki absolutely the babylonian akkadian sumerian and greater mesopotamian mythologies are all very clear about that um in my humble opinion so what's up Teresa? how are you doing uh yeah and the laying uh, on of hands charlotte said absolutely so that's why i wanted to talk about this today by the way this is gonna be a short episode so you guys drop the ghosts over here on um if you're watching on TikTok, drop i want to get to 20 of these little ghosts because it's halloween guys and i'm not going to stream again until after halloween uh so this is like my halloween episode doing the nephilim so uh, i will not be back until tuesday the first so uh i believe it's the first let me double check uh but yeah i will not be streaming uh before halloween this is it so i've got a ton of stuff going on between now and then uh actually i will be streaming on halloween but this is still kind of representing my halloween episode i don't even know what day it is today so on the 31st i will be back to streaming on tuesday the 31st i will not be streaming on monday the 30th or through the weekend tomorrow friday or saturday or friday saturday sunday or monday again i don't know what day it is i don't hardly use a calendar anymore anyway so um anyway enjoy today's episode and then see me on tuesday so, like I said, if you guys can drop the ghosts, I'd love to see some ghosts. We got two of 20. Thank you guys so much. That really helps bump up my TikTok. I'm trying to get my TikTok to grow again. We've had several viral videos and a bunch of new followers. I'm very thankful for that. Thank you for the ghosts. Thank you, Britt. Appreciate you guys. Uh, Hexican, what's up, my friend? Uh, Molly, thanks for being here. Molly says, hey, they're hybrids. Yep, exactly, exactly. So, um, and oddly enough, my artwork today, I don't know if anybody plays Legend of Zelda, uh, the Breath of the Wild series, but these look just like uh, that artwork to me is very similar to a Lionel uh, if it had a, a horse zebra body on it. It just kind of stands like one. If you can't see it, you can go see it over on Facebook and YouTube, guys. But um, Hexkin says, Cub, what to do? Uh, okay, so we're going to talk about the uh, Bana Elohim. We're going to talk about Nephilim. We're going to talk about uh, some root words here that are super important. Soup's important to what we're talking about. Um, and so, again, you can go look up Nephilim on Wikipedia. A lot of people just merely translate it as giants. And there's all these crazy conspiracy videos going around online talking about giants, right? Um, and I really wanted to address this because I don't personally believe they were physically giants. I don't personally believe that we found, you know, huge giant skeletons. Do I believe that there are some, you know, humans that are very, very large? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, do I think that Goliath in the David and Goliath story was probably 
a very tall stature. Yeah, probably closer to, you know, seven and a half, maybe even borderline eight foot. I mean, we've even had people in modern times, you know, if you look at like Andre the Giant uh, and people like that, you know, have been very, very large stature. But I really think more what this was talking about is not just mutated as in they're super tall, but I think it's talking about um, that it's commingling the gnosis of like having the divine genetics, the extraterrestrial genetics, and the human genetics of that ability to really ascend and not be, not fully be an animal. Because if you got to think like they took an animal and hybrided their divinity with that animal to make workers in the Anunnaki mythology, then it makes sense that uh, you know the offspring that was uncontrolled uncontrolled right because they took wives and and there's a lot of evidence too that in the mythologies the females took husbands as well and they had all kinds of different families going on well you can't control the genetics with that it's basically a roll of the dice on how much divine dna and how much earthly dna is included right uh and i'm not a scientist when it comes to that at all so uh you know take this with a grain of salt obviously but in my humble opinion I think we're dealing with more of uh, the demigods, the ascended humanity, the ones that uh, could tap into magic, the ones that were probably stronger, bigger, faster, maybe could live longer. Um, and we, we really end up with those. And even in the Book of Enoch, they are uh, freaking out. Noah's uh, parents are freaking out because they think he's uh, a Bana Elohim or a son of the gods. Um, and it's very, very interesting uh, that, you know, this is all in there. This is all like some really wild woo-woo mythological, you know, aliens and humans and hybrids and all of this stuff. It's like a sci-fi movie. And it's right here in some of our most ancient mythologies and even this extra biblical book, uh, the Book of Enoch, you know. And, and there's still leftover pieces of it in the book of Genesis that you can find. Uh, Corey says, totally agree, not giants. Missy says, my son said it leans uh, more Tears of the Kingdom, but with really good graphics. Oh, thank you. I have not played Tears of the Kingdom yet, Missy, but I will. And uh, that's actually on my list for the winter. So after we get through this portal and the new full moon and everything and the eclipse, uh, I'll get back on my video games uh, in the evenings, especially when the time changes and it gets dark so early and there's nothing to do in the evening. Uh, I do play more video games in the winter time until the time changes again. So I'm excited to go through and play Tears of the Kingdom. Big fantasy guy. If you guys can't tell from my channel, my artwork, the lighting, everything, I love fantasy. I love reading fantasy. I love playing fantasy. I love uh, watching movies of fantasy. Um, so big, big fan of all that. And that's why I love Book of Enoch and all the Anunnaki mythologies. So for entertainment purposes only, that's why I make content, right? But there's also some very deep spiritual truths that we can learn about ourselves hidden in all of this. Because uh, at the end of the day, if none of this happened, then the message that I teach is still uh, a tried and true, in my life at least, message that God is a quantum force within you, represented by the father, the mother, and you as the child, everything that you manifest being those light particles that you observe and agree upon. You have the energy, the wave, and the particle. You are literally a part of creating with the I am force. I am is I 
ego is the greek word there and am is exist ego exists ego exists every day you wake up your ego you exist you have wants needs desires you have your ego and you exist and you can create into that existence every single day you literally are magic you literally are a quantum machine you have a quantum computer right here don't believe me go look up all the sciencey stuff about it most of it's over my head but i know enough of it to understand that when i go read things like the vedic texts and the message of jesus that there's this whole metaphysical thing there that if you just believe into it and practice it it actually does change something in you and it's a really really cool uh thing that happens so yes honeybee says fantasy music dragon force I actually sent uh Honeybee and a couple of other members the other day, uh, some Dragon Force music that I thought was appropriate for them specifically. Um, and uh, it, it's a really cool band. Uh, just thought it was kind of wild. Uh, they were on Guitar Hero years ago. So they just did one that was all Legend of Zelda, actually. So Missy says, great artwork as always. Thank you, my friend. Uh, used to watch Dungeons and Dragons as a kid. Awesome, Wayne. That is awesome. Yeah, the new one was very good as well. Um, you know, as you experience all of this, Teresa says, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, that's a big thing that I'm, I'm, I'm trying to share here with everyone is the fact that, you know, if none of this happened, it doesn't even matter because you still have these beautiful texts, these beautiful metaphysical teachings of, from Jesus, Buddha, Krishna, the Vedic texts of India, the ancient mysteries, right? Uh, you've got all of these different practitionerships, yoga, uh, Kriya yoga, you've got meditation, um, all of these things to connect yourself with this energy force within you, right? Like, and we know it's there. We wouldn't even be alive. Like we can't even explain why we're alive. We can't even explain why we have consciousness. The only way we can explain it is you look at that quantum theory and you understand that there's energy. Energy can neither be created nor destroyed. It only changes forms, AKA it's me now, it's you. Uh, when I move on to my next life, I'll be in a different form, right? That energy will go on into something else and maybe incarnate in a completely different type of being or body or whatever that is, right? In fact, that energy might actually join a collective and make a supermassive being. Uh, something much larger. In fact, it might become something like a planet that's actually living with a lot of other living organisms on it. Who's to say that planets don't have consciousness? Like we have no idea. We don't even have a way to prove any of this, right? This is all conjecture and speculation until, uh, you know, our science gets way, way in the future and, and figures more things out. Uh, and again, I love figuring out what we know now, but uh, some of the things we've done in the quantum field now are just mind bending. Uh, you look into things like string theory um, and then multiverse theory, and it's just wild. It's wild. And that's where it borderlines fantasy, uh, but it might actually be the reality we live in, right? It's just, it's crazy. So, and and that's that's really why this is important. Because like, what if, what if, just for a second, just to play the advocate here, what if these ancient mythologies are actually telling of something that was observed, telling of something that maybe did actually unfold before people's eyes, where they watched the gods come down, humanity evolve quickly, society spring up, technology. Thank you guys for the ghosts. God bless you guys. That's awesome. And the ghosts are so cool, right? Like they're so cool looking. Thank you, thank you, thank you, all things, Lisa. Um, 
Don't let her be the only one. You guys drop some more if, if anybody else is watching. Um, you know, like, what if these gods came down, these sons of God, these watchers, these fallen angels, and they actually did, you know, take families from Earth rather than, um, you know, just doing what they were supposed to do here with their, their divine or their mission log, like think about that. You can just update the terminology so it doesn't sound so Bible-y, right? And just, you know, rather than their divine mission, it was their mission log. Uh, it was their faction's mission, right? Uh, Jose, thank you so much. And by the way, the ghosts are on TikTok. If you guys wanna give and support the channel, you can actually do that through stars on Facebook and on YouTube. You can click on the super thanks, super chat, or super sticker icon, and you can purchase one of those and drop it on my channel. And it tells YouTube that, hey, this creator's doing a great job, and it helps directly fund what I'm doing. Same thing on Facebook with the stars. Really, really appreciate that, you guys. Um, geeking out. Uh, God, yes, yes, absolutely. Uh, Angel Appleseed, what's up? How are you, my friend? Honeybee, thank you for the roses. Appreciate you guys. So that's where, you know, like just for a second, what if all of these weird mythologies and like, you know, all the stacks and stacks and stacks we have of things we can't explain from the past, uh, why are there, you know, extraterrestrial looking beings and all these ancient carvings? Why uh, does it look like there's flying machines on things? Why does it look like they're in a space pod in this? Why, why are the gods always depicted with wings? We know there's, you know, people aren't literally seeing people with wings they didn't know how to depict something that came from the sky and birds had wings. So they put wings on them, right? Like they didn't understand they would put on the helmet of an Eagle. Well, it was so they could get in their ship and fly. Right. Uh, and that's called ancient astronaut theory. I can't prove it, but I see a lot of evidence for it. I can't tell you I was there, but I can imagine what that would have looked like. And it makes sense to me. So again, I can't tell you this is fact. I'm not telling you that. It's definitely a theory, and it is certainly not a mainstream theory, though I do personally believe the more disclosure we get with extraterrestrials and the more we get uh, down the rabbit hole of time, if you will, uh, the more of this will come out. Like, we'll, we'll be able to, you know, go, hey, okay, well, you know, if there really are ETs, then maybe they did visit us in the past. Maybe they did help with certain things like setting up societies and uh, even digging rivers to bring water to new places, right? You know, why is it in the Bible that they're so obsessed with water and springs welling up in new places? Uh, well, in the Anunnaki mythology, these gods were literally digging the trenches, bringing water into the desert. They were the ones that people would honor and worship and say, thank you for bringing the water. Thank you for growing plants here. You are new life in the desert, right? And we hear that in the Old Testament a lot. So uh, and then we can extrapolate that into a very esoteric understanding that, you know, our God within brings us new life, new water, all of those things. And that's all beautiful. T such a cool thing. Right. Uh, and that's why I love talking about all of this, because you can argue with me all day long and I'm still going to agree with you. Uh, and that doesn't mean that I'm wishy washy. It just means that I get it. I see your point of view. I understand your opinion. I completely respect it. Um, I've got my opinion and that changes daily. So. Um, I can just totally vibe with you, even if you're trying to disagree with me, right? So um, let's see. Steven says the Matrix movie was a documentary. Dude, absolutely, man. Absolutely. 
Uh, Deborah says, how do the stars work? How do you make uh, it support you? So the stars, like if you go down to comment, it'll say give or it'll say stars. And it's got like a little star and a swoosh under it. And then you basically can pre-charge your stars. You can drop like, you know, five bucks, 10 bucks, whatever, charge your stars up. And then you can tip creators like myself on Facebook with stars. They also have different gifts now. Uh, they're doing things like the ghosts and everything too. But you charge up with stars basically. Um, and then you can do different gifts on whether it's my reels, a photo I post, a video I post, or a live stream, you can tip uh, based on the content you like the best. It's like you, you know, you give a thumbs up, a like, but if you're like, dude, Cub, that video was on fire and you drop like a $5 tip, you can buy basically virtual items with that. And then I actually get some of that money and it helps boost my channel basically. So really, really cool. So, uh, Wow, bro, uh, you look well different in the picture on the left. Yes, yeah, and if you're talking about my profile picture, I probably need to update it because that was taken 18 months ago in the same shirt I'm wearing now, um, and I don't look as happy. I definitely don't, but it's been my profile picture for a very long time, uh, and I feel good now. Um, been really, really uh, doing a lot of working out. Uh, not as much yoga recently, honestly. Uh, more biking and hiking. Um, and really doing my IMs every morning, lots of mindset, lots of reprogramming myself. So anyway, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, okay, so I'm going to read. I got to burn through this because I'm at 29 minutes now, and I really need to jump off because I've got a lot of stuff to do. My community knows I've got a busy, busy weekend here. Um, and by the way, moderators, I messaged you in the app, so be sure and check the message. Make sure uh, you look at that. Let me know what you think. Just a little bit of business while we're uh, on. Okay. So talked about the Nephilim. Now I want to break down that word with my description here. Um, and this, um, let's see, Nephilim. I closed the tab that I needed. Uh, da, 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 da. Genesis 6. Genesis 6, 1 through 2 is the verse I'm looking for. There we go. Okay. When human beings began to increase in number on the earth and daughters were born unto them, the sons of God saw that the daughters of humans were beautiful and they married any of them that they chose. Uh, and that's from the NIV version. If you look at this in the Young's literal translation, you're going to get uh sons of god as well let's look at the web um god's sons so very very interesting there so that's where we're getting uh god's sons from and i'm going to look that up on bible hub just to look up the actual the root of that um da, 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 da. sons of god here is the Bana Elohim. So this is exactly what I'm talking about here, Bana Elohim. Um, and this is sons of God um, or sons of Elohim. Um, and this is interesting because remember Elohim means gods or a god. Uh, and so this is talking about basically the sons of, right? So what, what are the sons of God? Like that's such a weird thing to put in there, right? Yes, it's mythological. I get that. But it's just such a weird thing to, to plug in there. 
Then if we go, we're going to look more in Genesis here. Went to Genesis 7 on accident. Um, then Yahweh saw that the wickedness of man was great on the earth and that every imagination of the thoughts of man's heart was continually evil. Yahweh was sorry that he had made man on earth and grieved him in his heart. Yahweh said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the surface of the ground, man along with animals, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then it goes on to talk about, um, actually before that, yeah, let me back up. Yahweh said, my spirit will not strive uh, to be with man forever because he is also flesh. So his days will be 120 years. The Nephilim were in the earth in those days. And also after that, when God's sons took the daughters of men and had children with them, those that were mighty men of old or men of renown. So this is where we get another better description here, men of old or men of renown. But again, this is weird. Why is Yahweh here saying because man is flesh? That doesn't make sense. Um, and if I go back, uh, da, 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 da. there we go. Because I want to look and see what that means. Yeah, I just do this live with you guys. I don't I don't always have the answer here. So my spirit will not contend with humans forever, for they are mortal. Ah, that's interesting. Uh, for he is mortal uh, of a man. And it also can mean flesh, body, or person, but uh, of a man. Of a man is what it means. Ba-sar. Basar or Bashar. Um, yeah, that's interesting. There's a creator named Bashar. But this actually literally means flesh. Um, basar to bear tidings. So that's interesting. Um, but again, we, we kind of understand that these angels have to be some sort of flesh too. So it doesn't really make sense why the angels live forever, but humanity doesn't so you know we lose a lot in translation is what i'm saying but uh deborah says thank you because i love your content i wanted to know how to support you within my means thank you deborah i really appreciate that thank you thank you thank you and if you guys uh like that but you don't want to do you know through the platforms or whatever you can easily join my monthly membership as a mythos community member for only nine bucks a month one click to join cancel anytime directly supports what i'm doing here on a monthly basis so that I can keep showing up. This is my full-time job. You guys support that. You also get access to an off, off of social media hub that acts like social media, but you don't have all the people on there. Uh, it's actually built on my website. You can communicate with myself and other people in our community. We have Zoom meetings every week uh, where you can actually ask questions, get to know myself and other people. We just talk about the same type of things all the time. Uh, anything to do with spirituality, faith, paranormal, uh, and the supernatural, right? I also post quite a bit of behind-the-scenes content over there, uh, stuff I don't put on the regular interwebs. So it's a great insider patron-style membership. You guys can scan that QR code at any time and join today. I will make sure I welcome you over there if you join today. Uh, and get you uh, integrated into the community so that you have a great experience and you're not doing this alone. Uh, you get to connect with myself and a lot of other awesome people, a lot of which are, are watching right now. So if you have any questions, be sure and ask any of our moderators, myself, 
You can message me too. make sure that the membership is right for you. Uh, just hit me up. There's multiple ways to pay on my website. It's super easy. Check out Apple. Uh, you got Apple Pay, PayPal, uh, credit card, debit card, Google Pay, all kinds of stuff on there. So, uh, okay, interesting. Molly says, so Yahweh said he is also flesh. Yep, he said, I am the God of all flesh. So really interesting here. Uh, you would think that there would be evidence of the Nephilim on the moon. I'm sure that they lived on Earth for thousands of years. Uh, they would have nipped the moon to see what was going on there. Yeah, so that's, you know, you get in the Akkadian mythologies, you get the Ajiji who were on the moon or Mars. Uh, it's actually Lamu and Kingu in those mythologies, but you can uh, pretty much track those. Zachariah Sitchin tracked those to be the moon and uh, Mars. Now, again, I can't confirm or deny that, but... Um, but it makes sense, you know, interesting, especially if they're intergalactic travelers that they would set up outposts um, to do their to do their work here because of the gold allegedly is why they actually wanted to mine here and created us in the first place. Also makes sense why Yahweh wants gifts of gold and silver and things like that. So really interesting stuff when we get into this, guys, really interesting stuff. So, by the way, we're a multicultural, multi-faith, multi-orientation community here. Uh, my content is uh, done in love and light with the utmost respect to all walks of life, guys. And I mean that we're a rainbow community here. I don't care who you are, where you do or don't go to church uh, or temple or synagogue or don't, or who you're married to or not married to or what you identify as. I just promise you that I'm here to love you as long as you're nice. Uh, I love you. And if you're not nice, I'll still love you and send you on your merry way. So uh, just so you know, that's our, our community here. Um, with that said, I want to wrap this up and look at my interpretation of the word Nephilim. There's actually several verses in the Bible. You can look in Genesis. They're also detailed in the book of Enoch. Basically, they're the product of the angels hybriding with humanity. But again, I interpret them differently. And here's exactly how I interpret them. You can go tag a scholar if you want in this video. Uh, somebody like, uh, was it Dan McClellan over there? You know, I'm sure he's got a great interpretation of this, but this is mine from the knowledge that I have gleaned. Uh, that the word Nephilim, looking at the Hebraic root words of Elohim and Nephal. So Nephal means to fall. Um, and I've got that pulled up already over here, which I'm going to go to right now. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay, nafal uh, means to fall or lie, and then I'm I'm taking a bit of liberty here, but I I to me the word nephilim is very similar to Elohim, nephilim, Elohim. It's not exactly the same spelling there, uh, but I find it very very interesting uh, because Elohim is God or gods. Uh, and I'm not the only one who came to this conclusion. Um, even on Wikipedia, you can see a very similar conclusion, though I did come to my conclusion basically by breaking the words down myself. So it was interesting to see when I looked at Wikipedia after that. Okay, well, I'm not too far off. Then. Uh, so Elohim and Nephal, to me, this would mean fallen beings or fallen gods, not necessarily giants. So... That's again, there's a lot of debate on whether that word even means giants or even how long that word has really been used. So, um, 
that's where this is interesting for me. That's where I put a little bit of a an ellipse or a dot, dot, dot on the giant debate on the fact that people think that, you know, oh, we have giants all over the earth and they found, you know, you see all these goofy videos that are clearly just uh, completely propaganda, right? They look so photoshopped, you know, and there's that like famous photo, this huge like 40 foot giant and all these little, you know, you know, archaeologists around it. And it's like, that's just clearly, clearly photoshopped. And so it's like, don't believe everything you see. Don't believe everything you read. Don't believe it just because it says it on the page. Look into the words, look into the history of it. You're smart enough. And if this is what's important to you in life, which it is to me, just discovering truth about all things. Why are we here? Who is God? Who are we? What, what are we really capable of? All of these things. Then why not dig in, right? Uh, pick yourself up a book of Enoch. Get an interlinear Bible if you're interested in the biblical side of this. If you're not, go pick you up some of the uh, Sumerian, Akkadian mythologies. Uh, look into that stuff. Babylonian, Mesopotamian. Um, that gets super interesting. Um, if you do want to dive deeper into that, and know exactly what texts you should go check out, uh, or at least I think you should go check out. I do have a free Anunnaki guide on my website, cubcooker.com slash Anunnaki, A-N-U-N-N-A-K-I, C-U-B-K-U-K-E-R.com slash A-N-U-N-N-A-K-I. There's a free guide there. You can download it, um, and it's going to give you like, all of the texts, it's like nine core texts that you should read. Uh, I go through a bunch of the character archetypes and talk about who they are and who they are in the Bible. Uh, just some great base information if you're looking to start your study. Get armed with a little bit more knowledge. So next time you're at a barbecue and somebody says, this is this, you go, well, actually, you know, like this guy I follow talks about these Anuna or these Anunnaki. And now you'll actually have the information. You could print it off, share it with people. So that's free. That's my gift to you guys for being so awesome. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you guys for the support today. I really, really appreciate it. I love you all. And I hope you have a great weekend. I know I'm going to have a great weekend. Um, so go look up words, guys. Get deep into it. Go down the rabbit hole every single day. The rabbit hole is fun, right? Like that's the whole point of life, right? If you don't go down rabbit holes in life, then what are you doing? You just, you get up, you make coffee, you go to work, you come home, you make dinner, you go to sleep. And one day you retire if you can, and then you're, you know, on to the next thing, right? So you might as well go down some rabbit holes while you're here on this planet. It's a lot of fun. Uh, yes, you can go look at the my research on the Anunnaki at least the stuff I've gleaned is in that document. And then you can copy and paste some of the terminology. Go look it up online if you want. Cross-reference it with my videos, that type of thing. So C-U-B-K-U-K-E-R.com. If you want to join the membership, is just on my base website, cubcooker.com. It's my name.com. You can find it in the description. You can find it in my profile, my bio, wherever you're watching or listening. I promise you my link is there. It's my name.com. So. Anyway, I love you guys. Y'all have a great day. God bless you. Namaste. Grab your free guide over there on the, the PDF. Just scan that code at any time. It's also in the description as well. So Mark, thank you. Honeybee, thank you. Spider Monkey, thank you for being here. Aliora, thank you. Love you too, my friend. God bless you. Happy, how are you? Thank you for being here. Uh, 777, love the name. Thank you. Molly, namaste. Love you guys so much. Deborah, Teresa, thank you guys. I'll see you next week on Halloween, actually. Now that I have my dates right, 
I'll be back on Halloween doing a special live stream them. Uh, try to do a little bit longer one, maybe even eat some candy while I do it. We'll hang out. I might even do some giveaways. So come check it out. Uh, might even do some giveaways for our community. Might even do some giveaways for t-shirts. Might even do some giveaways for my book. So come check it out. I'll see you on Halloween. I promise I'll have the goodies on Halloween. So love you guys. Peace.